Hey, what's lefty. going on? Hey, Lefty. Hey, Lefty, what you say? Pick six. Sorry about that. It's NFL week four. And our pick six. What do you think about this Georgia-Arkansas game? Like, Arkansas has proven. Because I thought Texas A&M was going to cover against them last week. They come out. They're rushing for like 260 yards per game on the ground. Unfortunately, unfortunately, they're facing a Georgia defense. The starters have yet to give up a touchdown. <laughs> There's four games in, bro. They've given up one. They've given up one touchdown in garbage time to South Carolina. One. Just one. It's <laughs> four games. One. Dang. I'm sorry, we had the plumber come. My bad, bro. Oh, it's all good. Oh, man. My bad. <laughs> okay, so you're saying the plumber. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Georgia's defense is is really spectacular. I really haven't seen anything like it. When you got a 6'6, 300-plus pound D lineman side to sideline. That's something dangerous and something very special. A guy like Kirby Smart is not going to allow uh, a hot streak team like Arkansas going to embarrass him on a, on a matchup like this. So I got Georgia winning big. Jake Fromm, George Pickens, hopefully come back this game. My favorite receiver this year. Uh, dominant guy, another guy that's going to make an impact at the next level. They're firing on all cylinders. I think they're obviously the second uh, best-ranked team in the SEC. You can't really – supersede Alabama until they start losing. But Georgia's the, the next best thing and and probably a, a, a harder matchup on film to, to decipher what you're going to do game plan-wise because they're big, strong, fast, and physical. Man, the old ball coach faces another one of his coaches off of his coaching tree. Alabama, they host Mississippi. Ole Miss, Matt Corral, looks pretty good i mean you're talking about somebody that might work his way into being a first round draft pick the way he's played and the, and all of the buzz that came off of him at the peyton uh quarterback camp over the summer in this matchup last year they put up points against alabama but that alabama offense was so crazy was like so there was crazy. no way Mississippi yeah. could keep up with them and lane kiffin is a great offensive mind this year there are some holes in that Alabama defense, especially in the front seven. They're giving up a lot. And last year, with the great defense, Lane Kiffin and his two running backs, Snoop Connor and Jerrion Ely, rushed for 246 yards combined. Now think about that. And that was a good Alabama defense. So I don't know. I, I, if Nick Saban gets things right, from that Florida game and that front seven shows up and plays to his potential, I think they come away with a double-digit victory. But uh, Mississippi is going to score some points. The over-under for this game, this just shows you Vegas what Vegas thinks about this game. The over-under for this game is 79 and a half. <laughs> 79 and a half points. That's bananas. I don't, I don't think I've ever heard something so crazy. 79 and a half points over-under for this game. That's yeah. bananas. I think Matt Corral has the talent to beat an Alabama football team, but Matt Corral doesn't play defense. And so You're I, right. 
just because of that case alone, it's going to yeah. be hard. Yeah, it's not gonna be impossible, but it's gonna be hard to 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 keep scoring through the whole game when you know that Alabama offense is gonna put up uh, numbers regardless of what you put out there. And Ole Miss is, hasn't been a dominant force since Robert Kimdichie back when I was playing. Ooh, and Laquan Treadwell doing the land shark thing, you know. Right, and, uh, right. It hadn't been that since then, so. Uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see the matchup. I do think it'll be high scoring, like you said. I think they have some benefit having Florida explode, uh, expose a lot the week before that I'm sure they'll pick up on and add something to it. So Alabama's game plan defensively has kind of been uh, shed some light on. However, I do think that uh, Mac Corral has the talent to make it a closer game than some would expect. And then we go to the Big Ten, you know, the Michigan Wolverines undefeated. Seems like they got everything together. They hit a little bit of a snag last week because Rutgers really punched them in the mouth late in the second quarter and made that game much tougher at the big house than I think Jim Harbaugh and his Wolverines expected. Now they go on the road to Cam Randall, Wisconsin, coming off a pretty disappointing loss to uh, Notre Dame. So how do you see this game? Do you think Paul, Chris, and the Badgers get themselves together and get right and kind of punish? Coach Chris is one of my favorite coaches. Yeah. Top three favorite coaches of all time. He's just in a bad quarterback purgatory spot with (laughs) Merch. And it's like one of those things you're just watching a continual slide until they fix that position. I don't think Merch is going to give them anything. Uh, special throughout the rest of the season to where I feel confident that they'll even be entertaining to watch. So uh, Michigan's a little different this year. Uh, The quarterback situation they got over there looks a little bit more stable. But, you know, Michigan's one of the biggest front-running teams ever. So they're good now until they play and when it gets colder and they always fall apart. So I got Michigan still continuing that hot streak they're doing now and it's good and Wisconsin got to figure out that quarterback spot. Man, surprisingly, one of the surprise teams in the NFL has definitely been the Carolina Panthers. Matt Rule is a defensive guy. That's where everywhere he's been, defense has gotten better. No different down there in Carolina. Brian Burns, elite pass rusher. What they're doing to teams has been amazing. Resurrection of uh, Sam Darnold's career, as well as a quarterback. They will be without Christian McCaffrey. They face the Dallas Cowboys, and Dallas Cowboys seem to be doing their thing, balanced on offense, and the defense right now is ranked 11th in the NFL. And most people felt like if the defense could just get to the middle of the pack, they would definitely win the NFC East and possibly have a chance to do damage in the playoffs. How do you see this matchup? Do you think Dak and that offense will stay hot? Or do you think Sam Arnold, ball control, and uh, not making mistakes even without Christian McCaffrey? They have Chuba Hubbard starting in his place. Do you think they can come away with the upset? What most people would view as the upset, even though the Panthers are undefeated. Yeah, I think the Panthers' defense, especially their D-line, is really, really good. Like you said, Matt Rule has improved defenses everywhere he's went. And it's, it's proven now. I mean, he's made – 
Sam Darnold look better than what he is right now. And yeah. I do think that that'll falter later on in the season. It's a long 18, what, 17, 18 game season. So uh, I think Carolina looks great. The defense is going to hold him up in a lot. But, you know, Sam Darnold is Sam Darnold. He's a, what, 15 to 25 top quarterback, you would say, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's about right. Yeah, he's in there. So you that's a pretty average season. So hopefully um, compared to Dallas Cowboys, who's looked like they're firing all cylinders, their defense is looking way better than last year. And their offense got all the got all the people you want to see every Sunday. So uh, I've got the Dallas Cowboys and Dak. You know, I got a lot of faith in Dak this season to prove everybody that that money was worth it. And so I think he'll do that, continue in this game. Hey, when you had Jalen Smith and Mike Parsons and you live back a corner. Hey, smooth. That's my guy, man. Clear yeah. eye view. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You should have a pretty decent defense with those two, those two guys in your linebacker court. Now, the game that I'm sure you're going to be watching Sunday afternoon, I won't even text you. I already know. Like, I know what Malik's doing right now. 3 p.m. Central, 1.30 by 1 o'clock p.m. of a specific time. All of us will be watching the matchup, the Rams against the Cardinals. This I'm super excited, man. Two great you offenses. Like, that's the game that you're excited about? That's a good game, but, man. There's no, 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 no. I'm more excited about that game. The Sunday night game, we'll get to that. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, oh. I don't care about that, dude. <laughs> That's that's propaganda, man. By the way, by the way, by the way, I'll just like to mention that the average ticket price for that Sunday night game is eleven hundred dollars. That's history, though. That's what you. If if you're paying eleven hundred dollars to come watch Tom Brady put up forty, that's a moment. That's a moment in time, though. That's like that's like when LeBron played Kobe the last time in Cleveland. I was there. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. If I, if I'm paying eleven hundred dollars for something, <laughs> this better be. See, the matchups not there, dude. It's just Tom Brady and Belichick. But Je- the Belichick is on the field, there. huh? The matchup, the matchup is there. What do you mean? Oh no! Uh, did you just watch New England last week? But, but Belichick said everything that Tom Brady does, he already know. Okay. All right. Once again, it's Belichick on the field. The greatest mind in defensive football versus the greatest player offensively. I hear that's, you. That's a historic something you got to watch. You got to tune I in. You. I hear you. Is Belichick sticking Grunk? He he may not have a guy to stick Grunk, but he has a game plan to, to get Brady to, to bait Brady to throw in the Grunk. All right. AB is coming back. Who's sticking, uh, who's sticking AB? Man, A.B. sticks himself with his type of attitude, man. So, I know, I know, I know. Okay. Be let's, before we get to that game, let's go ahead and talk about the Rams and your boy. I thought you would be excited because it's your boy, Kyler Murray. It's your pick for the NFC West. Yeah, Kyler Murray is my pick for sure. I love what they're doing, especially defensively. They shored it up so it's not just they got to go run and shoot every game. Kyler, this is his breakout year. You know, Lamar's was last or two years ago. It's yeah. about time for Kyler to have his year because I think he they the the organization you can tell wants him to have the year he want, he's supposed to have because they're putting all the pieces around. Him. 
got him some O-line, got him some, some more weapons at receiver. So this is the year to do it, man. I think uh, the Rams, as formidable as they are, they're looking like contenders in, in, in the NFC. This is a matchup that's going to be uh, a close competition with the one on Sunday night from a narrative standpoint. Yeah. But the most potential out of all the teams in the league, this is one of the best matchups you'll get all year. I agree. Now, you know, the, the Sunday night matchup, man, look. <laughs> you don't care about this. Wait, I really don't care. I really, I really don't care less, man. That's I crazy. Really care less. It do. But why, though? This is a this is a, a historic matchup. Dude, the matchup is a coach versus a quarterback. 20 years of greatness. Somebody it'd be, got different. it'd be different if New England like really had a squad. I'm talking oh, about really, they were like Super Bowl contenders. This and is a game of me, if this comes back, if Brady stays healthy and he quarterbacks another two or three years, and New England and Mac Jones. Have had time to develop, and Belichick has built, rebuilt that roster, and they got a squad. Now talk to me about the matchup. But now talk to me about it. right now. It's all public. Right now, it's all narratives. It's narrative driven. This is the this is the game that defines who deserves the credit. That's no, this is the biggest question. Not at all. Yes, not who at deserves all. the credit? Tom Brady or Bill Belichick? Yes, it does. Because let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Who? Let's dig into it. We can dig into it. Who deserves the credit? Who do, who deserves the credit for shutting down the greatest show on turf? Oh my gosh. We can get into it. See, people, look, man. Look, I understand how many rings. And I'll say this. I'll say this. People say I'm disrespectful. The most the lucky, the lucky, the lucky, the luckiest and most blessed athletes in this world are Kobe Bryant and Tom Brady. Let me explain why. The Kobe was a stretch. The norm, no, 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 no. Let me explain why. The normal development, the normal development of a career does not allow people to win as they become the player they will become. That doesn't happen. Yeah. So when true. you get put in positions to be able to win games before you become the great player that you are, that makes your resume look even better. When the truth that of the would matter mean is, a lot for a lot of players, though, that would mean a lot. Oh, come for on, them. man! Look, Kobe rolled rolled Shaq's coattail for at least the first two. At least the first two. Definitely the first one. This dude was averaging forty and fifteen in the NBA Finals. Come on, man! Come on, man! Now, once he got Powell and that crew. I, so is that the same as that's the same as saying Alabama be crushing all these little schools in their schedule until they get to the end, but they only playing the people that are on their schedule. Kobe can only play with the people that's on his team, and at the time oh, I agree. he had the most dominant guy in the world. You know I, mean? I agree, but we have to look. We have to be objective with this, right? Now, this is not see okay. people hear this and they think, "Oh, you're being disrespect." No, I'm not being disrespectful. All I'm telling you is. All I'm telling you is, if Michael Jordan had the oh, most dominant no. player, <laughs> well, no, 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 listen to me, Michael Jordan or LeBron. Okay. You had to disconnect because of what I said, bro. Yeah, I mean, it felt like it felt I'm like. I'm gonna double down. 
He done. I'm a double down. I ain't doing. I ain't going nowhere. Yeah, nowhere, dude. This is crazy. Not going anywhere. I said what I said. Man, Tom Brady, Kobe Bryant, luckiest, luckiest Man. athletes ever, dude. You don't get to win championships before you hit your prime. That is not the natural, the natural arc of a career. But in what career do you know with those two guys that can sustain a career for that long? That's the oh, without a doubt. That's, That's the blasphemy, though. You discredit twenty years. I'm not discrediting twenty years. I'm just giving you. You asked the question. You asked the question. Going back to Belichick, you asked the question. You tell me the coach. Tell me the coach that has shut down the two most prolific offenses in Super Bowls. Who was the defensive coach that did it? Who was the defensive coach that did it? Wait a minute. Guy, it was the same guy. The dude, the dude beat Jim Kelly as a defensive coordinator with Jeff Hotstetler, dude. Jeff Hotstetler. <laughs> Listen. Look, man. It's a wild This dude NFL. won a Super Bowl putting up 16 points as a quarterback. Come NFL, on, man. But the Come NFL, on, man. Come on, man. are ever-evolving games. What okay. have you done for me lately? Those two games that, that were historic and, and credited games that are in his accomplishments forever, they're yeah. there. We acknowledge those. And I but acknowledge the greatness of Kobe and Tom Brady. But this game, this game time. on Sunday night, this game on Sunday night is narrative driven, dude. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, that's everything. That's, but football is a game of narratives. And we know so, the biggest narrative <laughs> in football is who deserves the credit. And the Buccaneers win. Dude. Tom Brady doesn't even deserve this game. Doesn't even deserve this much time. We give him way much too time. It's way too much time in this game. The Buccaneers are winning, right? The Buccaneers. I know. I know, I know you're picking the Buccaneers. There's no way you're picking Belichick. Not you the way you talk about that, Tom Brady. You saw that Buccaneer defense last week. They were trash. So what's your, what's your point? Matt Jones in that offense was trash last week too. I believe but Bill Belichick is going to show why he's great. Just like you said, he shut down two historic offenses. You don't think he can shut down a quarterback? I know he can. I know he can. I know he can. You're acting like this game is going to tell us who was more important. No, it's not. It is. It is. No, it's not. So if the Patriots win, what is that going to tell you after the game? That the Buccaneers have some work to do. <laughs> You're not gonna mention nothing to Bill Belichick and Tom Brady if the Patriots win. I wouldn't. Everybody else that's on this narrative will. I won't. Uh, so, so you would be. I don't see. This is the point. I don't need this game to know how dope Bill Belichick is, and I don't need this game to know how dope Tom Brady is. Now, this game dope. doesn't mean anything to me. You don't think they're both dope? They're both dope. Okay, Absolutely. but the question is, who deserves more dopeness? What are you talking about? Who for what? For for the for the reason why their names are iconic. I know, I know that the mind of Bill Belichick is the reason why Tom Brady has one of his Super Bowl rings. I don't know if that's true or not. The dude put up 16 points to win a Super Bowl. I mean, 20. Stop playing, man. 
This dude threw for like 130 yards. Are you kidding me? Now, he also threw for 500 yards, the most in playoff history. And lost. Super Bowl. And lost. But, but, but lost. How? Now, let's see that right there. It's all see? on Bill Belichick. Okay. For sit down, for sit down his, he, his ego cost him <laughs> that Super Bowl. Oh, absolutely. That was his ego, without, without question. But 505 yards, though. Yeah. Now, see, let me tell you how people drive these mm-hmm. narratives and they're not being <laughs> objective, right? Let's go to the Super Bowl win against the Falcons, right? Okay. It's safe to say, it's safe to say the Falcons got out to the big lead they did because Tom Brady was off through a pick six, was inaccurate, right? Right? They didn't pick their foot off the gas. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. They didn't take – wait a minute. They didn't take their foot off the gas. You don't go play action on New England's 49-yard 49, 49 line, up 17 points, you know, and Bill Belichick just happens to call the right blitz from the blind side <laughs> to create the turnover that starts to change and switches the momentum of that game. That was so talk, everybody talks about the comeback yeah. and, the, and the points that Tom Brady put up, but they forget that it was the defense – that turned the game. But the defense gave up 28. Yeah, they did. But from that point on, how much did they give up? <laughs> from that point on, how much did they give up? Y'all, man, let me tell you something, man. Y'all love egg. narratives. Egg, man. Y'all love narratives, dude. I talked talk about this game way too much. I talked about it way too much. Y'all love narratives. That's just it, man. Y'all just love narratives, man. That's what drives the league, man. I'm telling you. I, I, I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm part of the business. I get it. But, but if the Patriots lose, bring back Cam Newton, man. So, but, so what Newton. are you saying? If the Patriots lose, bring back Cam Newton. Yeah, bring back Cam Newton. Stop playing with my man's Hall of Fame career trajectory. There's a couple of teams. There's a couple of teams that could probably use Cam right I don't understand why Ron Rivera is acting like he doesn't want his guy. Because he want more attention than Cam. Yeah, dude. That, that, that yeah, Heineke is not going to get it. Yeah, come on. We, they, we get, the league gives these guys chances that be like janitors and custodians at high schools that, you know, had a great high school career and then just yeah. find a way to the league, you know, one yeah. of those stories. Yo, so. You can't get no love now. In NFL news, big news broke yesterday. We found out who would be performing at halftime of the Super Bowl out in LA and so far. And yo, that once again, so I'm, I'm sitting here discussing this with my wife, right? Who's ringing my doorbell in the middle of the day? UPS, man. Right. <laughs> So I'm sitting here discussing this this announcement with my wife. And the first thing I said was they could have left Eminem out. Yeah, that they could have given me. That. <laughs> I'm like, they be I'm digging up Eminem for all these events. Like Eminem I'm is like, resting I, over there, man. I stopped short, you know, because I I have a family full of women. A family full of women. They out. No, they outrank us, outnumber us like three to one in my family. They could have, they could have cut Mary J. Blige too. Uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> right. Dude, you're in California. 
You're in LA. Give me Snoop, Dre, and Kendrick. I'm straight. I'm straight. Y'all do that. I don't need Detroit. I don't need Detroit. I don't need Yonkers. I don't need any of that. None of that. Yonkers. But we understand how they try to cover every demographic. We get it. But that's what makes it so whack. Exactly. Exactly. Neapolitan ice cream is not better than just strawberry. You know what I'm saying? Just give me some Neapolitan is pretty good, though, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Neapolitan is pretty good you ice cream, it, bro. You try to type of mix your cereals and stuff. Got your cheerios. No, no, no. They're not. No, 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 no. I don't know. I prefer <laughs> strawberry. And if I'm going to do strawberry, I prefer haagen strawberry. That's right. That's you know right. what I'm saying? <laughs> I get you. I prefer haagen strawberry. I, I would definitely have that before I get the Neapolitan. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, at the kids' parties when we were shorties, the Neapolitan used to be good. Used to be good, yeah. I hear you, know, you. With, you know, with the little flat cake from like Jewel or something like that. Yeah, that's not that bad, man. It's not that bad. <laughs> I'm just saying, it worked. It worked. It worked. So everybody's looking forward to like what songs are going to be. Yeah, like, what songs are they going to do? Wait, this, is, this is what I want to get into as we get ready to put a ball on this, right? We're about to give you the top five songs, the top five songs that you won't hear. Yeah, that you won't hear. That yeah. you won't hear at the Super Bowl. Number one, you will not hear Ain't No Fun. Yeah. <laughs> Snoop is not doing Ain't No Fun. Origin and happening. Juice. Origin and Juice. Uh, can he sneak gin and juice in there? At the Super Bowl? <laughs> it's a radio version. They gonna put gin and juice on a Super Bowl stage where you got everybody fighting for them little ass commercial spots. Oh man, gin and juice gonna be broadcast around the world, man. That's what you want. Okay, uh, we'll come back. We'll come back to that. That's not what you want. No, 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 no. Uh, let's see. You will not hear. Uh, you will not. <laughs> what's it? What's the uh, Mary J. Blood track? Uh, uh, <laughs> you. Uh, oh, dude, Mary's doing like. Uh, what is she doing for a Super Bowl? She you don't know, the point, Bowl uh, Doing fine. Doing fine. Oh, That's man, like her oh, party man. anthem. But doing. I'm walking. Up. I like that one. I'm walking. And she might be walking. That's the only one. She might do let's get it started too, because that was from the uh this is uh, what I'm saying. The demo, what demographic is reaching back on that Super Bowl weekend? Oh man. So you don't think Jenna Juice is coming out? Deep, you will not hit you will not hear deep cover. <laughs> yes, you definitely won't hear deep cover. You will not hear deep cover. We do not want any police mentions if we are the NFL. We don't want that mess. You will is not this, hear is this the workings of, is this the workings of Jay-Z? Is this the the, the fruits of Jay-Z <laughs> going in the NFL? Is this is this what we're getting from this? Because this is sound like a, a rock nation to me. Uh hopefully you won't hear any of Eminem's depressing my daughter Haley, my ex-wife song. No eight mile, no eight mile tracks. No. <laughs> I don't think you hear any any of that. Uh, I'm spaghetti on another day, man. I, I I still think 
you might hear Steel Drake. And you might hear California Love. I think you'll definitely hear California Love. Is this the early 2000s, though? I mean, you would have thought in 2020, it's a new decade. We need some new talent, I would think. Some yeah. refreshed, yeah. non-recycled, <laughs> some non-recycled talent. Because at this point, what's the angle? I thought it you, was supposed to be younger kids. You would definitely not hear any of the NWA tracks. <laughs> we should. Oh. At a time like this, we playing. The- <laughs> Wait. Out of nowhere, we're hearing the Black National Anthem. I feel like NWA is only the next step. Do you think? Wait a minute. Do you think Dre brings? Do you think Dre brings NWA out on stage? Ice Cube is. I don't know if Ice Cube got that same spirit in him. You know, I don't think it's the. I don't think it's gonna bring the same. But are we, that's what I'm saying. Are we still in the early 2000s or what? You have to. You have had to. Had a decade of change. Well, what are we? NWA is making you, a comeback. They tried to give you the. They gave you the era of Dr. Dre. Then they moved you forward to the early 2000s. That's why they have Eminem. And then they bring you Kendrick for today. And Snoop is kind of like even a little bit ahead of Dr. Dre because he goes all the way back to NWA. Snoop is like early to mid-90s. Eminem is like early 2000s. And then you bring on Kendrick that's like now. So I I think they have every demographic covered. Probably except for like 45, 50 and up. Because the 50 and up crowd, dude. I want to know who's what's the demographics of who's watching now if you bringing out that talent. That's what, 25 to 35 maybe? Maybe? Yeah. Or 20 to 35, something like that. I don't know. I just think that with all the craziness, in music, Mary J. Blige will be the last person I think you would put for a Super Bowl performance. <laughs> I like. I don't think you. I don't think Snoop performs Lottie Dottie. Oh uh, no, he's gonna do the uh, dude. Snoop can just do all of his Pharrell tracks. Or the ones of Wiz Khalifa. Somebody, yeah, John. Yeah, that you know he might some of that. Yeah, he'll probably do beautiful. This is this is uh. This is not the Long Beach Snoop. This is mainstream Snoop. I mean, I don't think it's, it's a few songs. I don't think Kendrick can really delve into either. Like I don't, I don't think Kendrick. I don't think Kendrick. I don't think Kendrick's gonna do King Kunta. That's not a that's not a mainstream track, though. No, like he might do. It's not about he's not about to do complexion with Rhapsody. See those are those are stuff we hear in the lounge where it's smoky and we got the live instruments where it's okay. like okay. Okay, well the, the biggest song off of that was all right. So I don't know, I like Kendrick. See, I most mean, people think most people feel like Kendrick's best album is the Pimple Butterfly. I like all his stuff. I like damn, I like the mixtapes. Yes, yeah, I I me, I'm a good kid, Mad City. Oh yeah, Good Kid, Mad City was how he how he really established himself. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he's not gonna play pools, no I think I think you can you can see him do swimming pools. And uh, yeah. other than that, everything else is speaking to another demographic. <laughs> They're gonna do like that. 
Center of sandwiches and grandma lunches, then they're gonna do that one. That's you think so? Yeah, I remember Sarah of sandwiches and grandma. Yeah, they definitely gonna do that. If they bring in Mary J. Blige, like, come That's on, true. money trees, he could do money trees, swimming Man. pool, money trees from Good Kid, Mad City. I like his song. Oh, you know what? Kill my vibe. I don't think he, he does. Play that for the Super Bowl, yeah. This, yeah, I don't think I don't think they do yeah. that for the Super Bowl. You naming all the songs I want to hear at his concert. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what, we're doing the songs you won't hear at the Super Bowl. <laughs> Those are the songs I want to hear at the concert. These are the songs you won't hear at the Super Bowl. I don't think you'll hear what's the four one one at the Super Bowl. No, no you won't. Yeah, um, you know. So it's like they almost gonna be playing other people's songs. You feel like <laughs> they just gonna be lip syncing. Like songs. Mary, Mary could do "Be Happy." Yeah, yeah, she could do "Be Happy." She could do that joint. It's kind of tempo. Boom, boom, boom. I guess Puff is definitely coming on stage. Puff <laughs> is definitely the Super Bowl with Mary. Puff Daddy is Mary definitely ain't doing, Mary ain't doing nothing without Puff. That's huh? Mary ain't doing nothing without Puff. Oh, not that big. And Puff gonna come in off a helicopter, gonna uh, you know skydive ahead or something, you know, extravagant. That's how Puff get down. I mean, if they're gonna do Eminem, they might as well have brought Fifty and just did the entire family. <laughs> you got Dre and Eminem, just bring Fifty on stage. <laughs> have them just bum rush the stage, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Early like Mary, Mary can do Family Affair, Real Love. Real love is upbeat. These are her con these are her concert tracks. You gotta fit. You gonna do this in the Super Bowl? Yeah, but see, Mary only has a few upbeat. I, I mean, Mary's not about to walk out on stage and do uh you bring me joy and not gonna cry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like that's not happening. She might just sing along on somebody else's song or something. I think it's just a star power movie. Like she comes out singing, you remind me. Come on, man. <laughs> This definitely, this definitely a, a, a desperate move almost. If you just throwing a whole bunch of talent together, it sounds like y'all didn't get the headliner y'all wanted. Dude, they could have done real talk, real talk. There's enough, and I'm not there, but I get enough feedback from my daughter, who is there, to where the scene now. I'll never forget. My daughter came home for like two weeks over the summer. And like every day she was playing this album. And so I'm walking past the door and I'm like, yo. <laughs> Get so one day I just knocked on the door, like, yo, who was that? She was like, it's D Smoke. I'm like, oh, from okay. Inglewood out here? Yeah, that I'm would like, make that would make I'm sense. like, I, I like, I'm like, I like this dude. And I'm like, man, am I late to the game? And she was like, uh, yeah. I'm like, okay. Well, not really. He got on because of uh, the, uh, the 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 TV show. What was it called? Yeah, he got on because of the TV show, and then his brother, you know, did his thing with TDE too. But I'm just saying, you could have young cats like D Smoke represent LA and California. Man, you know, I think it's just a it's a tone deaf crowd. Whoever's running town over here. I mean, look, take Eminem out. And give me either E40 or too short. If we do a California, E40, yeah, E40 gotta go. If we're really doing California, 
You could throw the loonies in there. You're not bringing Yonkers to a California party. No. <laughs> I don't understand. No, or Detroit. Or Detroit. Detroit. Or Detroit. And we're Midwest dudes. And we're Midwest dudes. The weather different. We know the weather no. different. That's why we like, no. hey, like Eminem shouldn't be on the lineup. He just shouldn't. Isn't Jack Harlow from like LA? He's from Kentucky. He's from Kentucky. Okay. I know it has to be somebody out there to fit that demographic that's doing that thing from LA. I have to think about it. If they do a random like that, you might as well just get a, a Kanye or a Drake. Dude, you know. they could have had Saweetie or somebody. Saweetie, yeah, all the McDonald's commercials, that probably fit. She's popping. Oh, yeah, I just don't get M and Mary J. But hey, we just gave you about eight to 10 songs that you won't hear. For and sure. It be, and it won't top Michael Jackson's performance at the Super Bowl. Dude. So. When they stopped doing performances like that, it got, got kind of whack after that. Then they brought Beyonce, in, and that was about it. What's the one song that you'll hear, or if you hear it, you'll lose your mind? I can't count it because just because I just want to see if they're gonna get off and get it off. <laughs> you know? ah! I if you just can't count man. Bruh, if, if Kendrick does King Coulter, I my did. mouth will probably be wide open. Like, Colin Kaepernick will come through the bottom of the stage. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know the NFL would never okay that. Never. Never. There'll be a rehearsals like, oh, no. Oh, no. We got to cut that oh. out. Cut that out. <laughs> So, you know, hopefully the the commercials will be good this year. I'm, I'm waiting on those, always anticipating the commercials. I see. The commercials should be good. Let me. The one song that if I hear it, I'll lose my mind. I'm gonna be honest. If that cat Snoop does G thing, ain't nothing baby. Yeah, and if Snoop does G thing, that's probably the most common song that everybody would know. If, if yeah, if, yeah, if but you know, kind of highlight. Everybody can jump on. That's true. That's true. He'll probably do what's my name. No, what's my name probably was like the most yeah. noticeable song for him. Other than yeah, beautiful. It's a specific era though, what's my name? Yeah. That's like a specific time point in time. Like if yo, know, you know, all respect to to women. But I would lose my mind if Snoop does be pleased. Yeah, I'll be like, wait a minute, man. What is going on right now? Now we still had a game or what? Dude, <laughs> <laughs> they have hijacked SoFi Stadium. This is no longer being produced by NFL Films no. or NFL Productions. <laughs> dude, we have, man, everybody, dude. It'll be this the most woke halftime show. The most 
BET like halftime show. The most BET. <laughs> they trying too hard to connect the culture, you know. Oh man. Oh, or if he oh man, this would be dope if he did it. Oh, he's definitely doing drop it like it's hot. Definitely doing drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot has to go just because I don't know anybody that won't sing along to it. Right. Most sing along right. out there. Dude, that baseline drop, 808 drop, boom, 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 boom. So everybody is so fine. Dude, you know they're going to have some cats crib walking in front of the stage, right? All of that. They're going to have all, all of that. machines, all of that. They're going to have a whole game come out. <laughs> They go ahead and make a game come out. Just come out. Dance on stage with Snoop, man. The most gangster thing to do would be Snoop doing murder was the case. He wouldn't do that. <laughs> Snoop, Snoop, Snoop out of that life so long, you know, he would. He, he said, yeah, he wants to keep that uh, that Martha money coming in. Yeah, because, you know, if, if he was that Snoop, yeah, it'd be a different Snoop. Yeah. <laughs> So congratulations to everybody that's going to be performing at the Super Bowl, man. That's our preview for this week and NFL Pick 6. We'll get at you guys next week on the slant on Monday, and uh, we'll be talking about – don't forget the wrap-up show yeah. right after the game on Saturday, and then we'll get to the slant on Monday. As always, subscribe to us on Instagram and Twitter at Lucky Lefty Pod. And then go to the Lucky Lefty Podcast YouTube channel. Subscribe. Search on Apple Podcasts. Hit us up there. Hit that like button. Let other people know. We thank everyone for your support. And uh, go Irish, as always. Yes, sir. All right. So for the original Lucky Lefty, Malik Zaire, I am Sean Davis. We spin it different. See you on Saturday. We out, baby. We out.